Who cares about men's health? You know, we talk about the core four, which is to be healthy now and in the future. You need to focus on your nutrition, your activity, your emotional health, and also your sleep. Plus one more, you got to know your genetics. You would think that focusing on and, you know, maintaining those things would be easy, but a lot of times they're not. So that's why uh, a lot of us make resolutions at the beginning of the year. That's why a lot of people take part in challenges at the beginning of the year to try to refocus and work on one of those aspects or many of those aspects. Uh, Producer Mitch talked about on our last show when we were talking about the letter to ourselves, something he's doing. And uh, Troy and I were both intrigued. It's called Project 50. So Mitch, what's this Project 50? Talk to us. So Project 50 is a 50-day challenge. So you set up a calendar, you mark out your 50 days, and you commit to following seven rules. And these seven rules you need to do every single day for 50 straight days. And the concept is, is that over 50 days, if you stick to these seven rules, you'll basically be a different person than you were when you started. And that's kind of the thing that really shocked me and what got me interested in it is you see some of these posts and it's everyday people to begin with. And then 50 days later, they, I don't know, they look healthy. They're excited about life. They're sharing some of the new skills and talents that they've worked on. They talk about their mental health being improved, etc. Hmm. For me, I'm really excited to you know, just commit to 50 days. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, there's some things that I will not be doing after 50 days, but um, simple seven rules, do it for 50 days, see how you feel. All right. And what are the seven things? Yeah. What are the seven rules? Here we are. Rule number one, wake up before 8 a.m. every single day. Nice. That's a good start. But the caveat is you have to get at least six hours of sleep a night. Um, So for me, I guess during, during quarantine in particular, it got really hard to like get up even a minute before work was supposed to start, you know, (laughs) like you're working from home. Like, why would I get up? Why would I treat (laughs) myself? Right. It's like, I can roll over and get the, you know, turn on the MacBook from bed. Like, why would I get up? So you start out just waking up, but that other part kind of goes in with our core four is the make sure you get enough sleep. Right. And so after doing waking up 6am every single day for me, at least that's when I've been getting up. Um, I'm starting to find, uh, my sleeping patterns have been changing. Um, And I really enjoy the mornings, actually. I've really been liking that part of it. All right. Well, before we go to rule tool, I think Troy wanted to say something. And I have a question about this six hour sleep thing. That doesn't seem like enough to me, but. Yeah, it doesn't either to me. But I like, too, that it just says just wake up before 8 a.m. Because I think if you stick to that and you just Mm -hmm. stick to that routine, you're going to get the six hours or six plus. It says get at least six plus hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like it that it doesn't say get eight hours of sleep a night or get seven hours of sleep. It just says get up before 8 a.m. And my guess is if you do that long enough, you will fall asleep at night and you will get that sleep. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Just because your sleep pattern will shift. You'll have to. You'll, you'll yeah. naturally just want to fall asleep because, you, you, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. the reason you like it is rule number two. What's rule number two? Rule number two is do your morning routine. Now, the morning routine has its own little set of rules, and it's one hour, no distractions. So no phone, no social media. If you have enough time, you can go meditate, walk, simply deep think, whatever. So you have an hour that you need to kind of create a routine of your own that does not involve hopping on your phone. For me, I've been, you know, I've always wanted to do some meditation stuff. So I've been able to meditate. I make myself a breakfast. I am able to, I do the morning pages, which I think Scott's mentioned before, where you just take out a journal and write your thoughts down for three pages worth just to kind of get it out of your head. Um, I've put on a jacket and walked, you know, in the morning for that hour. I don't know if 
if maybe I'm the only like, you know, diehard millennial in the room, but like I'm used to waking up and immediately hopping on my phone. I'm used to immediately checking the news and doom scrolling and seeing what everyone's doing on social media and texting and getting work emails and everything. And just leaving my phone on like airplane mode or do not disturb mode for that first hour and Hmm. listening to music and just taking that hour for me has been amazing. Even if I don't end up meditating, even if I don't end up doing all the pages or whatever, just having that hour has really kind of helped get me some perspective and lowered my anxiety. Do you have a morning routine, Troy? Uh, I do. And I think what we're going to find is as Mitch goes through a lot of these other things, you can really combine these to where you are bringing these other things into that morning routine. I will say, as I'm hearing Mitch talk, I really like the idea of not checking email in the morning. I don't check work email in the first thing in the morning, but you know, I'm looking at texts I might've received while I was sleeping or whatever, or, you know, checking personal email. So I like the idea of just completely eliminating that. I have a kind of a similar routine. So a few years back, I would set my alarm for 6am to get up in the morning and then I'd hit snooze till like 745. Right. And I'm just like, this, this is dumb. First of all, it's annoying to my wife. And second of all, either sleep till 745 or get up at six. So I implemented a morning routine with the morning pages. I have a one eight ounce cup of coffee in the morning. It's since expanded into, I do some physical therapy exercises, which I really enjoy uh, some stretches um, in the morning. I make my breakfast and I really look forward to that routine. Like at first, that's kind of what got me out of bed when I struggled with that for a long time. So that time just to yourself and just kind of having a habit you don't have to think about too much that you kind of enjoy is really, really useful. So cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I like to exercise. I mean, that's what I do, but uh, yeah. But I think again, Mitch is going to get to that where it seems like some of that stuff you could tie in where your morning routine involves, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things he's going to mention here shortly. Like if for anyone who's like maybe thinking about maybe doing this or kind of like hesitant, like take a look at what do you do for the first hour of your day right now? Right. Now that I've started to like build my routine right in the last four or five days, I'll be like, well, what do I do for the next 10 minutes? Oh, I could do this. And just to start the day off with something that's just for you and to start the day with doing something that's good for you. I cannot tell you how much better the rest of the day feels, right? You've at least done one good hour for yourself that wasn't work-related or filled with the news or whatever, you know? What's rule number three then? Rule number three, exercise for one hour a day. And here is the kind of... It is. Here's the twist to it all, though, is that one hour can be based on your fitness level, and that includes walking, stretching, running, yoga, bike, gym, whatever. And so I originally was like, oh, man, I can barely do half an hour yet. I'm still trying to get back into the swing of everything. Um, But some of the people online, it's like, hey, well, I do a 30 minute weight routine in the morning. And then I go for a 30 minute walk with my dog in the evening. Right. And there's there's an hour. You have some people that are doing stretches, morning or evening stretches just before bed, and they'll do that for about 15 minutes or so. And so you kind of build in an hour worth of activity, whatever it is, whether it be, you know, getting your heart rate and sweating for those 30 minutes a day, like we've talked about on our show, or just being a little more active and walking and working on yourself in one way or another. And so for me, I've been having a hard time getting up to that full hour of say cardio or that full hour of a really heavy weight set that I've been trying. So I've been doing a walk and it's been great. It's been absolutely, I feel tired at night and I feel like I have more energy and it's been really, really cool. Um, and it and it sounds like that's now part of that first hour of the day 
where yes. you're, yeah. So you, you've been able to tie exercise into that. So it's not mm-hmm. like you've just got an hour here, an hour here, an hour. Yep. It's like, yeah, you kind of combine these. Which is good because I was looking at these rules and it's, they, they, once it's wants a lot of hours. For anything else. Right. Yeah. So that's good that you can combine. Cause there's more hours coming up on this. So mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 who has this amount of time? Right. And I do love, instead of exercise for one hour a day on rule three, I wish they'd say, you know, do physical, something physical or activity because yeah. I think uh, in my life, I've discovered that my physical therapy exercises, which are not really technically exercises cause they don't right. necessarily make me sweat, but they make my body feel better and they help me rehabilitate some of okay. the nagging issues I've had. Um, you know, I think there's value in that. And I think our culture devalues that because exercise is this very narrow thing that it has to be run or lift weights or bike. And I mean, I do body weight exercises on days that I even weight train for five or 10 minutes. And that even kind of helps loosen things up as well. So that falls right in there as well. And again, I think we're conditioned to think that does not have value. Like, oh, you're just squatting your body weight. Well, I think it does because I think it does stretch things out and I think it's good for you. Gets the blood mm-hmm. moving, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, for sure. Increases your range of motion, you know, joint health, all that stuff. So I, I agree. A lot, lot of value in that. So we've got our, a bit of sleep, one of our core four. We got a bit of physical activity, another part of our core four. But the next one is rule number four, which is read 10 pages a day. And those 10 pages are, need to be from a motivational, psychological, business, or educational book. And I have been delighted to be honest about sitting down and reading 10 pages because I'm reading stuff that I wouldn't not normally read. I'm usually when I read, I read for entertainment. And so I'm reading Dune or a sci-fi novel or, you know, something fictional, which is fun and which is fine. But I'm finding some of these books that I'm reading to be absolutely fascinating and kind of giving me different perspectives on myself, on history, on, you know, society at large. And it's been really, really kind of cool that they've chunked it down to just 10 pages, you know, Mm -hmm. depending on the book that can be anywhere from, you know, 10 minutes to 30 minutes. And, you know, you're not reading a whole chapter, you're not reading a whole book, you're just sitting down and chunking away a little bit every single day. And it just I do that with my morning routine. I read while I'm eating my breakfast, I write, and then I meditate. That's what I kind of do with my morning. And I can knock out a couple of rules at the same time. And what seems to be people's take on this? Like, are they, you know, again, I'm trying to think like, if you're trying to manage your time, are they potentially like listening to audiobooks as they're exercising? Or is the take oh. that you have to be sitting down with a hard hard book with paper and, you know, not reading on your phone. I'm just, I'm curious how people approach this. Are you just trying to multitask the best you possibly can? (laughs) Like, like how can I do this all in one hour in my morning routine? That's kind of what I'm thinking, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that, Troy. I mean, we're trying to chuck at it, but you know, why, if you could, why not? Yeah. If you Mm. can, if you can condense this to an hour, do it. That's what I say. I don't know. Maybe there is, maybe there is something also to be said to spreading some of this out throughout the day. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. No, but there is some people that are doing the audiobook thing and they'll do it when they work out or they'll do it on their morning walk or whatever. So then they don't have to read and they can kind of double up like you're doing. I might modify that for myself. I might do it 10 minutes a day because I can I can commit to that. And like you said, some books, 10 pages might be really dense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like 10 minutes, like if I'm like, oh, I didn't get my book read yet. I I can go. All right. I'll just sit down for 10 minutes now. And a lot of times when I do that, I end up reading longer anyway. But 
Yeah. And that seems very reasonable. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a book and you're reading it and there's, you know, it's like you said, it's very dense or you're giving something a lot of thought, like it's a, a you know, they talk about the self-help books here, education, maybe it's philosophy, something like that. Um, it seems like it would make sense to say, hey, I'm going to have three pages and really put some thought into this rather than just trying to get through 10 pages. And that kind of moves us towards the next one. If we're trying to make as much time as possible, the thing that's been really kind of difficult but I'm so glad that I'm making the time for it, is rule number five, which is to dedicate one hour towards a new skill. Um, this, one's, this one's crazy. I, yeah, this is the one that jumped out at me like, whoa, oh, yeah. whoa, it's a lot of time. Well, And what would I do? <laughs> yeah. um, so I have got my, so I'm focusing on two things. I'm getting back into photography and um, advancing my cooking. Um, so I bought myself that America's Test Kitchen cooking school cookbook that I talked about. It oh, is nice. 800 and something pages and I read or cook for an hour. Um, and then I got another um, book that's about photography and I got myself a new camera and um, in the coming weeks they have little activities. So I'll go out for an hour, snap some pictures and come back. And originally it's it was just like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything but Project 50 the last couple of days. There's just so yeah. many. Yeah, yeah when right? I looked at this, I thought the yeah. same thing. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but let me tell you right now, I have appreciated so much chunking out an hour of my day just to learn something. Huh. Like, sure. when yeah. was the last time you did that? I mean, like yeah. outside of like a school environment where you just had to go to class because that's what you had to do. But just something that you're interested in just doing it for an hour. Hmm. We never say, we always say we don't have time to do it. We always say, oh man, how are we going to fit that in? Well, I'm, I'm day five now and I've learned everything I need to learn about how to make substitutions in every dish I can imagine, right? This is a new power, a new skill I have that will help me the rest of my life. And it's only happened because I spent an hour of my life doing it. And so I'm, I'm pro rule five. It seems really, really hard, but if you have the ability to just give yourself an hour, I cannot tell you like how much just a sense of accomplishment, how much enjoyment I'm getting out of just making an hour for myself. Oh, you've inspired me, Mitch. I saw a video recently of a woman who said she was going to learn to dance. And then you may have seen this at some point, but it's like she filmed herself dancing at various points uh, and then becomes a really good dancer. That's that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm just I'm joking. If you want to dance, can you it. imagine me like trying to do that? I guess I could, but uh, the only one laughing is you, Troy. I mean, I think that if you, if that's something you want to do, if you dedicated an hour towards that every single day for 50 you days, you would be a really good dancer. You would be a really good. You dancer. would get, you would probably be amazed about, I don't know if I could take myself seriously trying to do it, but <laughs> It might take the first five or six days, but eventually yeah, you would, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, that might be kind of fun, right? Or a guitar yeah. or, you know, who knows what. But not only is this good for your emotional and mental health, because with like photography, you can get in that flow state, which we know is good for your emotional and mental health. But, you know, other types of things when you're learning, you're exercising your brain, right? And there's mm. research out there that shows when you, you know, do new things, it actually helps stimulate your brain and can help prevent the onset of, you know, dementia later on in life. So yeah, uh, rule five, I like it. And then we got our last two rules. Uh, Rule six is follow a healthy diet. Just commit to it. I've been doing meal prep. I've been doing all the recipes that uh, TD, Teresa Dvorak taught us. And I've been doing, I got a book about healthy meal 
prepping and meal planning. And so I've been cooking big batches on Sundays and eating it through the week. And it's not what I would have always thought about doing is weighing my food and measuring my food. But here I am. I'm going to try it for 50 days and see what sticks and see how I feel. Yeah, I think here it says, uh, I, I maybe I missed you saying this, no alcohol, no soft drinks, generally less sugar. Yeah, that's kind of their, their overall um, recommendation. They don't go any deeper than that. Uh, for the new year, the healthy diet for me is I always eat my healthy veggie egg breakfast with oatmeal that I always do. If I can do mm -hmm. that, I always feel good. And then I need to have at least one meal I can eat that's good for me at work. Those are my two. Uh, that's how I'm trying to keep sure. it simple. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Anything else on rule six or do you want to go to rule seven? No, it's, it's just, it's that core four thing, right? It's that diet and just do it for 50 days. And then the last one is kind of reflective mental part of it. This kind of mindful part of it is track your daily progress. And I do it every night. I write down the positive and negative experiences that I have had with the program. And there's something about spending time not only working on yourself, but also like reflecting on what is and isn't working and actually making sure that you spend time every day saying, is this working for me? Is this not? Actually devoting just a little bit of your time of your day to write down, I did not like that kale salad. It was gross. Let's not ever cook it again. Cross it out, right? <laughs> and so, and rather than just being like, oh, I'll never be able to eat healthy. It's just like, okay, well, tomorrow we'll try something a little different, mm. right? My workouts, it's like, oh man, like that was way too intense today. Did not love that. Let's go ahead. Let's spend some time tomorrow taking a rest day, right? Rather than just blindly trudging through and committing to something, actually being a part of the process, being mindful of the process, being there for the process has been been really great. I already know some things I'm going to continue to do and some things I'm going to not do after the end of these 50 days. Well, I like it. I mean, it, you know, again, like you've mentioned, Mitch, it incorporates so much of what we talk about on here with the core four and it talks, it, it incorporates that whole piece of it. Like, Hey, we've always talked about like, give it a month. So here you're giving it 50 days mm -hmm. and you really try and make it part of your routine. Again, the biggest challenge for me, as I looked at this is how do you find this much time of the day sure. and do it consistently, you know, not just be like, Hey, I'm going to do this for today, but like, Hey, I'm going to do this every day. Um, but it sounds like you can kind of combine some of these things and there's some overlap there. Yeah. I like it. I like, I like what you're seeing with it too. And I'm going to say, uh, Troy, if you're like me and, and Mitch, if you're like me, like I initially looked at that and I thought that's a lot of hours. And then after I listened to Mitch, how you were incorporating your life, it reminded me that, you know, there's a beauty to committing to something because we, I think, as a species like to figure things out. Right. And mm -hmm. you can initially look at something and dismiss it. But once you dive into it and it's part of your life and you're like, wow, this is going to take more time than I'm ready to do. How can I make this more efficient? How can I combine some things? You start figuring out how to integrate it in your life, which is also an important part of this whole process, I think, is mm -hmm. you know realizing that it might be different for you. It might be different for me, but I can incorporate this into my life. And I enjoy problem solving like that. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's been enjoyable for you, that aspect of it, but that's a good reminder um, hearing you talk. So thanks for that, Mitch. What do you think, Scott? Are you going to do it? Um, I already get up before 8 a.m. I have a morning routine. Uh, I think I could manage this exercising for one hour a day. Uh, read 10 pages a day, sure. The new skill, as rewarding as that sounds, mm. I just don't know where I find that hour. Um, healthy diet is something I'm trying to work on, and I do a daily journal anyway. So I'm kind of doing a lot of this. The yeah. only thing I'd have to commit to would be 
an hour towards a new skill and I'm still in my master's program. And I just don't know that I have that time right now. But after school, I might be able to do that. But but maybe I'll think about it. Maybe I'll maybe there's a way I can incorporate that in my life. I'm going to take my own advice and not be dismissive and see if there's a way I can maybe incorporate that. I know. I'd love to find a way to make that piece more practical. That's my biggest hesitation. Like you said, Scott, I feel like on these other things, I'm doing pretty well. Obviously, the night shifts throw me off on the getting up and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but in terms of just, uh, yeah, the, the new skill piece, like an hour a day, that's a lot. Um, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll do 15 minutes a day. I don't know. And maybe you combine rule three, which is exercise an hour for a day or get activity and rule five, a new skill. And that new skill is dancing, (laughs) you know, and then there's plenty of probably a lot of great YouTube videos. And just think, man, you thought Laura was excited when you cooked her a meal. You know how excited she would be if you took her out dancing and you could dance, you know? I was thinking more like break dancing, like pop and lock kind of stuff. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of where I was going with this. Yeah, not so much social. All right, dancing. fair enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to think that's quite as cool, but I I was thinking that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> so, when you take her out to Main Street and set down your yeah. piece of cardboard and start popping and locking <laughs> exactly. and street battling with the yeah. with the Put locals my hat out there, yeah, for some money. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I envisioned. So, all right. Well, yeah, so sure. we'll, we'll let's see. all we'll see how it works yeah, let's out. let's all check in with each other in uh, thirty days and see how this works. Is that Sounds or not good. thirty days, but like halfway? So the days. halfway point. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll do it at the end as well. Yeah, uh, Mitch, it sounds fun. Look forward to this journey with you, and maybe we'll join you on parts of it. Well, I guess we'll find out. I'm, I'm I don't think Troy's going to really try a new skill. And I guess <laughs> if I'm being honest, I probably am not either. But I'm going to just because you said that, Scott. Just because you said. <laughs> Like, but I'm going to commit 10 minutes a day. That's what it's going to be. Right now, I'm okay. feeling good. 10 minutes a day. I'm going to learn a new skill 10 minutes a day. I can't wait to find out what it. that skill is. That's going to be fun. Me yeah. too. Right. I have no idea. All right. If you want to join us, um, you can you know do so. We'll put the link in the description. You can also go and um, you know have a back and forth with us. There's a lot of ways to do that. And Troy's going to tell you about those. Uh, you can email us, hello at thescoperadio.com. Reach out to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash who cares men's health. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on our listener line, 60155 Scope. And uh, I think that covers it, doesn't it? I believe that it does. That's Other it. Than, That's thanks it. for listening. Other if than you found Scott's this personal cell number, which I'm going to give you right now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. If you found this valuable, please share it with a friend. If there's a particular episode or you found this episode valuable, that's the best way to help us grow the podcast. And thanks for caring about men's health. 